Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. All right, welcome to the show, Fist Street Soccer, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Gieber, along with my co-host, Nick Webster. It's great to be with you tonight, and Nick, there is so much to talk about as the Premier League is coming down. Well, I won't even say it's coming down the final stretch. It's pretty much done with the final stretch, Nick. Three matches left and an absolute cracking match tomorrow. Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating, Nick. Both ends of the table... Uh, have kept us very, very alert. I mean, I remember this time last year, City had all put <laughs> put the trophy away and were, and were celebrating. And at the bottom of the table, it was pretty boring as well. But this year, nothing, absolutely nothing has been decided. Anyone who can predict one through six, uh, please give me the answer because I'd make a lot of money on it. Well, it's entirely possible that Liverpool could finish the season with 97 points one loss and still not win the title. And people say the Premier League is a one-team league, is totally stacked at the top. Look at what we have in the top six or seven teams. It's it's absolutely incredible stuff. We're going to talk about that, of course, loads more. We have the relegation battle. And Nick and I are going to look at some of the manager of the year candidates, player of the year. I know some of these have been decided already, but Nick, I'd like to get your take. I certainly have an opinion. I can't wait to get into this with you. So much to talk about as the Premier League shows why it is the greatest reality show on earth. You can keep your Kardashians, you can keep your six-minute bride, you can keep your tanked and your history channel shows, whatever it is you watch. If you want the ultimate reality show, well, you can see it on NBCSN here in the United States, NBC Sports. It is the Premier League, which is the source of all the drama. All right, a big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening to us on the American Forces Network. It's such a pleasure to be speaking to you. And if you're listening to us on one of our digital channels, whether it's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, of course, the award-winning SiriusXM app, we welcome you to the show. We're right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM211, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. That's live for your edification. Think of it as football therapy for the troubled soul. And the doctors, well, the doctors are in. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? Needs a ton of work. 
The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna, it's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. All right, uh, you're back with us here on Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Gieber and Nick Webster with you. By the way, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. He's at Nick Webster, N-I-C-K-W-E-B-S-T-E-R. Uh, if you can't figure out how to spell Webster, then, well, I don't know what to say. Anyway, Nick, I'm really almost speechless about the Premier League because let's start at the let's start at the bottom for a change, shall we? Because Cardiff City look just about done and dusted, but Chris Hewton is pulling a Norwich uh, deja vu where they have been in an almighty slump. Their next opponent is coming up is Newcastle United. That is at home. 
But Cardiff City are playing Fulham, who, despite winning two games on the bounce, are not that great. These, this is two absolutely humongous matches coming up this weekend. I mean, it really doesn't get any bigger for the Bluebirds. I thought they were excellent against Liverpool. And, you know, I mean, some could say that the the Salah penalty was a little soft. I mean, I did think it was a little soft, but the goal from Ronaldo was quality. And, and Liverpool were full value for the three points. Uh, you know, Neil Warnock's looking at this Fulham game knowing that, I mean, look, it, it has to be a win. I mean, there's no other result that will do Cardiff any good. And even when they, even if they win, their goal difference is so inferior. Uh, I thought Brighton were outstanding at the weekend against Wolves, really set out their stall. And they did the same again, you know, today against Tottenham. And, I, you know, people say, oh, well, they were boring. They parked the bus. Well, you know what? You're allowed to defend in this game of ours. You know, you're, you're allowed to have a different look to a, a Manchester City that's all about going forward and trying to score as many goals as possible. You know, Brighton haven't scored in six games now, and they yeah. were two minutes away from getting perhaps the most valuable point of the season. Can they do the same against Newcastle United? Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, so, it's so big. You know, there's so much money at stake in the Premiership. Uh, the, the, that last relegation spot is definitely between... Um, Brighton and Cardiff. I can't see Southampton getting sucked into it, although they can consider themselves desperately unlucky as well. 90th minute equaliser at Watford. Oh boy, they must be kicking themselves because that would have put them on 39 points and, and definitely safe. So even though Southampton are not technically out of the woods yet, uh, it's it's Brighton and Cardiff. Chris Shooten versus Neil Warnock. Uh, I mean, I, I, I personally think that Brighton may just about do it, but uh, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Well, I'm trying to think about the last time Brighton actually uh, won a match. It wasn't actually. They did beat uh, Crystal Palace, and they did beat Huddersfield, but the three losses in a row have been absolutely shocking for them when you think about it. And then, of course, they they went on that run uh, right at the new year where they basically didn't get any point. They got, what, one or two points until March. So two points in the first three months of the year is a terrible, terrible uh, record. And uh, that really saw them drop into this relegation battle. And uh, I, I mentioned Norwich, but this is what Chris Hewton did at Norwich. And they actually got relegated. They had this late season slump. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if you're going to slump, don't do it the last 10 games because that's the kind of form that does get you relegated. And, and Brighton have been just completely woeful. Now, if they can just... I mean, now, now it's just scrambling for points. I mean, if, if we go the other side, you know, and, and Cardiff City, I mean, they're playing Fulham. Fulham are resurgent. I mean, Fulham are buzzing. I mean, they, they, they've had two fantastic results. Uh, they're playing with a lot of freedom. They're playing with the kind of exciting football that we thought Fulham would play in the Premiership. And the reason why the shackles are off, they've been relegated, and now everyone can express themselves. So it's it's certainly no gimme for uh, for Cardiff City. Uh, they've got to go to Fulham. Um, I, you know, I, oh, I, I, it's too tough to call, Nick, really. I mean, I know I, know I should yeah. call it, but it, for, for me, it is too tough to call. And, I, you know, if, 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 if you said... Do you think Fulham are going to win? I would say, you know what? I think they are. 
Well, they've certainly been on a roll, Nick. I mean, uh, the last two matches, the matches mentioned Everton. They beat Everton at home 2-0. Remember, this is the same Everton team that did a number on Manchester United. And then they beat Bournemouth away. So last two matches, they've been on a roll. And, you know, momentum says a lot in this league, although they are done and dusted. I think these players are playing for the shop window time. Well, you know, you and I have spoken all year about momentum and belief and how powerful, uh, what powerful components they are to a football team. And you're seeing exactly why. Uh, You know, I mean, we can go to the top of the table, City and Liverpool, same thing, momentum and belief. And and once once you have it, it's very it's very hard to lose. But once you do lose it. It's very hard to get back. Yeah, when you're in one of those terrible slumps, it's uh, very hard to pull yourself out. Sometimes it takes uh, a moment of individual brilliance uh, to get the team behind you, to get the points. But it really is an incredible situation we're looking at. And if we can just go up the table a minute. We talked about these last two Champions League spots. Now, Tottenham with a big result today, and it was just a 1-0 victory against Brighton, but... That three-point buffer between Tottenham and Chelsea means a lot because Chelsea are going to play Man United on Sunday. Now, Man United are just absolutely woeful. I think we're going to spend a bit of time talking about them in the next segment as we discuss tomorrow's absolutely massive match between uh, City and United, the Manchester derby, which I might add isn't... Uh, the most heated rivalry with Manchester United supporters. A lot of these supporters are completely uh, torn two ways about this. But, I mean, these spots, Nick, these spots are wide open. Well, the race for Champions League football, I mean, it's a, it's, be, it's become actually a bit of a farce. And, and you rightly point out that, you know, Tottenham getting that late, late winner. Oh, my God. I mean, this is, this is yep. huge because they would have been stuck on 68 points and, uh, you know, United, Arsenal and Chelsea would all been licking their lips. But I think that three-point gap is massive, uh, especially when you consider goal difference. Uh, Tottenham plus 30, Chelsea 21, Arsenal 25, United a paltry 15. And, you know, Tottenham will now be playing at home against West Ham. In fact, two of their last three are at home and they're proving to be good value in their new stadium. So I, I, th- yeah. I think Tottenham have, have nailed a Champions League spot. So now it's a question of Chelsea, Arsenal, and Manchester United. And as you said, we know we'll talk about United in the next, in the next segment. But who wants it? You know, Ch- Chelsea managed to stub their toe against Burnley uh, in, a, in a quite heated, heated game. Arsenal lost at home to Palace. Uh, you know, we yeah. we did actually call that and say, you know what, Palace are a, a very tricky proposition. And then United, I mean, you never know what you're going to get. But United could actually put themselves massively in the frame by doing your lot of favour tomorrow and beating City. Because Arsenal and United both have a game in hand. So should Arsenal win tomorrow, that will put them up into fourth place and drop Chelsea down to fifth, who then have to go to United on Sunday. You know, United beat City tomorrow. Wallop, they're up to they're up to 67th. They're tied with Chelsea, and you know, then have a, a realistic chance of actually. Uh, it's a six pointer at the top of the table. Usually, we talk about six pointers at the bottom of the table. This is a six pointer Champions League. So, I mean, it's, it's the the permutations are absolutely endless. 
And then, of course, let's not forget Liverpool and Tottenham Hotspur in the semi-finals of the Champions League as well. So there is so much going on. And look, I've been having a very heated Twitter debate. I don't know if you're following it, Nick, but I've been um, commenting on the state of the professional league here in the United States. I haven't made myself possibly the most popular man uh, in, on Twitter as a result of some of my opinions. Uh, but there is no race. There is no format more exciting than this. We have promotion, we have relegation, we have Champions League spots, we have Europa League spots, we have teams competing at the top club tournament in the world, the Champions League, right to the last breath of the season. Nick, it just doesn't get better than that. We'll pick up the discussion on the other side of the break. Uh, Let's talk about tomorrow's matchup, but before we do, let's have a little chat about Manchester United, who really are struggling right now. All of that and more right here. The Street Soccer Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Sirius XM 211. Dan Patrick Sports. We'll be right back. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please... Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue 
Lugu a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Welcome back to Street Soccer. Nick Eber with you along with Nick Webster. We're talking the English Premier League. Nick, you know, this Twitter debate that I'm having is raging on and on. People talking about how the league is so stacked, how all the money goes to the top, etc., etc. And really, facts can be a very uncomfortable thing. Yes, if you finish top, and I can only use the numbers from last season, but if you finish top of the Premier League, you're going to get about £150 million. If you finish at the bottom of the Premier League, you're going to get about £95 million. It it does make a difference where you finish in the table. It makes a big difference, especially if you're thinking that maybe you finished in 12th or 13th position and you want to sign some more players. That extra money, Nick, as it's staggered as you go up the table, can make a big difference. Well, yeah, it can make a big difference. But, I mean, let's be honest. Can uh, Brighton sign a player that uh, would want to go to Manchester United? No. So, you know, the big the big six have kind of got a, got a stranglehold on the creme de la creme of players that are available. And it's up to the rest to kind of turn turn a, a rough diamond into a sparkling diamond. And I think, you know, we, we're seeing some, some really good managers in, in the Premier League who can do that. I mean... Think, think about De La Feo right now, you know, uh, dumped out of uh, Barcelona, didn't really make it in the Premier League first time around. But now, you know, under the right management, he's he's really turning into, into a superstar and Watford will do very well to keep hold of him. So I think, you know, in, in terms of that prize money, I think it's very important for the, you know, the, the I don't want to say the smaller clubs, but the clubs that don't have the same stature as the big six to to spend very wisely, unlike uh, Fulham. Well, interestingly enough, Nick, uh, and maybe this should be a topic we'll bring up in the last segment, so I'm actually going to hold this thought because I wanted to talk about Tottenham, but uh, let's do that in the last segment. Let's talk about Manchester United for a minute, Nick. Tomorrow, a massive match, a Manchester derby. Obviously, they're going to be playing Manchester City. Uh, It is at Old Trafford. So much on the line here in terms of ramifications for the title race, in terms of ramifications for Manchester United and their Champions League aspirations, in terms of just rivalry ramifications, because it's a derby match. Although, I would suggest to you that the more heated rivalry would be between Manchester United and Liverpool. And I know there are a lot of Manchester United fans who've been expressing themselves quite vocally that they're really torn here. If they felt that there was no way they were going to get into the Champions League, they would be happy if they lost because that would probably put the last nail in the coffin for Liverpool's title aspirations. However, you know, they're very much in this race, particularly with these results that we've spoken about over the weekend. Uh, Chelsea drawing uh, Burnley, uh, Arsenal losing against Crystal Palace. But Nick, United are a team in complete disarray right now. I mean, you just... We talk about these teams that you just don't know what you're going to get. And I wish I could say that Old Trafford has been 
a great home for them where they can rally together. But it hasn't been that way. I think what we see with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I do believe he's the right manager, but the problems, the squad problems, the squad chemistry, and quite frankly, some of these players that were signed on big money just haven't lived up to expectations. Well, I think, you know, you talk about the fans. Uh, this game tomorrow has got nothing to do with the fans, nothing whatsoever. It's to do with the players and, and how they how they act as professionals. And, you know, Solskjaer has been indirectly calling his players out over the last week, saying that the performances aren't what you'd expect from Manchester United players. Paul Bogba has come out and and basically apologised to the fans as well, saying he's embarrassed by the quality of performances. But, you know, I, I think that the these players uh, have... They, they haven't downed tools on Solskjaer just yet, but it, it's it's really interesting how results have dropped off and, and many, uh, many pundits are quick to point out that United have lost six of their last eight games. Well, what I would say is three of those games have been in cup competitions. So uh, it, it's, it's not as dire as many people make out. But they are playing a very, very good Manchester City team that have, you know, plenty to play for, as, as do United. Um, I think what United have, have got to do, and many of these players have got to decide whether they want to remain as Manchester United players. Uh, I know lots of people have been picking through the squad looking at who will be around next year. And it looks like there is going to be a clean-out of epic proportions for Solskjaer. But, I mean, that the question that I've got to ask is, like, you know, who's going to pay for this? I mean, you can get rid of 10 players, uh, but who, who has value that they they want to they wanna sell? I mean, none of these players have, have value at the moment. And tomorrow will be a great, great shop window to say, hey, look at me. I am valuable. I am a great player. I can bend games in my favor. So I don't yeah. think it's a Martial, yeah, Martial, Rashford, Pogba, yeah. That uh, you know that City are going to walk away with this one. I mean, look, just think about this time last year. If I recall, City, United at the Etihad. All City had to do was win, and they would be crowned champions against their fiercest rivals. 2-0 up at halftime, and they managed to lose this one 3-2. So I, I, I'm fully expecting the unexpected tomorrow. Uh, you know, my heart says, and, and basically my heart says that uh, City's going to win this one. But once again, I mean, I, I think it's the same situation as we've got at the bottom of the table with Cardiff and Fulham. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to call. Yeah, it is impossible to call, and it's going to be interesting because the point that you bring up, I think, is the is the right one, which is that although I think there is a lack of quality with some of the big players that were signed, there is certainly an abundance of quality with a bunch of the named players that we know, that we have seen perform at the highest level. I mean, you mentioned Pogba, Rashford, Martial. De Gea's not had the greatest last few games either. I mean, he's, in my opinion, the, the best goalkeeper in the world. There's so much that these guys have to prove and a statement that they have to make. And, you know, let's be honest, City struggled against Tottenham, Nick, to get that 1-0 victory. Yeah, no, they, they did. And, uh, you know, I, when, when you compare City and Liverpool, you know, Liverpool look right now to be the Rolls-Royce. They seem to have a lot of energy, whereas City tend to look uh, <coughs> excuse me, a little heavy-legged. But that's, you know, I mean, I, I, I can see that as well because... Listen, that, that quarterfinal against Tottenham, I mean, both legs 
was something uh, that we as football fans should cherish. I mean, they they both those games were very very special, but the emotional and physical toll they've taken out of City is plain to see. And when we saw that last weekend against Tottenham, where you know City just I mean they they limped over the finish line, but they did do it. So. You know, I, th- I think there's a resilience in this City team that we haven't seen in this Manchester United team. And, you know, the, the result last weekend against Everton was, I, I, I cannot, even, even, under, even under Jose Mourinho, I never saw a performance quite as pathetic as that. It was shocking, which is an understatement. I've never seen a Manchester United team play with such, less, uh, with such little pride and... Uh, made to look truly pedestrian against an Everton team that, quite frankly, I mean, they may be on a bit of a roll right now with four wins in the last five, but they're just not that great of a team. Well, no, they lost the, they lost to the Fulham the, the previous weekend. So, I mean, they're, they're yeah. not that great of a team. But, yeah, I mean, but where, where did that come from? I mean, this was the Man United team that reeled off 11 wins on the bounce. I mean, I know losing to, uh, to, to Barcelona in the Champions League kind of hurt, but... I mean, really, that that was, uh, I mean, I, I, that was a scandalous performance. I mean, it was something absolutely disgraceful. And, and that leads me to believe that something's really rotten at the core of the club. What are they going to do about it? How are they going to figure that out? That's Solskjaer's job. And I think Solskjaer's got no choice but to really clean house next year. Um, and I think this, this, this derby game is an opportunity for a couple of those players that Solskjaer's maybe wavering on to go, you know what, I'm going to show the boss that I really do care. You know, Nick, when Manchester United were in their slump under Mourinho, they'd have a horrible result and then everyone would say, oh, you know, they've got to play with some pride. They're going to bounce back next weekend. And you know they never did. <laughs> and that's the scary thing here. That chemistry... That lack of bounce-backness, if that's a word. if I know it isn't. I just made it, though. should put it in the dictionary. That's scary if you're a Manchester United supporter. Oh, it's got to be terrifying. You know, I mean, United uh, are not who they once were. Uh, I mean, is that a shame? Well, yes and no. I mean, depends what side of the, the coin you're looking at. You know, I mean, this this is, remember, this is the, the United team that swept all before them in the Fergie years for, you know, three plus decades. Uh, you know, ev- everybody has their, every empire has their day. And now the uh, the sun has set on the Manchester United empire. And it's, and it's time really, it is time to go back to what made them great, which was, you know, bringing, bringing local lads up and, and have, having an incredible, uh, you know, youth setup. Now, do they have the patience for that? You know, many people are saying that it's Woodward's problem. I actually, you know, I've blamed the Glazers on on many occasions. Yeah, they they fund United, but they also take a lot of money out of United. I think at some point, you know, United have to figure out it's not the front it's not the front room, it's the back room that's causing all the problems. All right, we've got to go to break. This is Fifth Street Sports. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about Manager of the Year, Players of the Year. Let's, let's talk about who's really stood out for us this season in the Premier League, as we have only uh, three games left for most teams four for a couple others but that's about it we're coming down to the final stretch it's great stuff hope you'll stay with us here on fistry soccer sports byline broadcast network sirius xm211 
Who do you think? Who's your manager of the year choice? We'd love to know. 800-878-7529. 800-878-7529. Give us a call. Or let us know. We'll be right back after this. Wait, what? You're listening to the game on the radio? What is this? The Roaring Twenties? Are you doing the Charleston after every bucket? Get with the times, like the last 80 years. Sports were meant to be watched beside fellow fans and saucy wings and frosty beers. You can't roar on a radio. You need TVs on TVs on TVs. Save the AM FM for public radio and snow delays. Get to B-dubs and yell like a real fan at TVs and people's faces. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! Please drink responsibly. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? The future of printing is here, and so are the savings. The reinvented HP OfficeJet Pro printers are now at Staples. They're smart, mobile, and secure. So you can easily print, scan, and copy remotely from your mobile device. And now at Staples, save up to 20% on the all-new HP OfficeJet Pro printers. Plus, save up to $50 more in-store when you trade in your old printer. Staples, there's a whole lot in store. And it's 5419. See store or staples.com slash HP OfficeJet Pro to learn more are your carpets filled with memories as well as stains odors and a few other things the home depot makes replacing that carpet easy with more styles and colors to choose from and free installation by licensed local professionals backed for life today is the day for doing the free carpet installation done right guaranteed the home depot more saving more doing $699 minimum purchase required. For license information, visit homedepot.com slash license numbers. Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by Annuity Action Network. Hey, did you know it's possible to receive upfront money from your monthly settlement payments? It's true. If you receive monthly payments from an annuity or a structured settlement and you need a lump sum immediately, then you need to call Annuity Action Network. With your cash today, you can pay off credit card debt, pay medical bills, fund your education, or improve your home. You don't need to wait. Call the Annuity Action Network now to get your fast cash with no hidden costs. And if you call today, we'll even send you a $100 cash gift card just for verifying your settlement payments and your contact information. If you have a structured settlement or an annuity and you want cash now, call Annuity Action Network right now. 800-514-9170. 800-514-9170. That's 800-514-9170. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. All right, welcome back to Street Soccer. We're coming down to the end of the Premier League season, and the races are all going full steam ahead. The relegation battle, uh, who's going to win the title, who's going to get the Champions League spot. I want to take a moment, though, and talk about some of the performances that we've seen over the season. I want to talk about Manager of the Year, I have my opinion. Certainly, you could look at 
Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola, they're worthy candidates. But Nick Webster, for me, Mauricio Pochettino has to be the man. Unders, but, you know, he also has resources. I mean, although, you know, Daniel Levy's being a bit stingy with those resources, but the, the quality of his squad, you know, I mean, I can't help but look at some of the, the smaller guys, the, the, the Sean Dyches uh, of the world, the Eddie Howes, who really create miracles out of absolutely nothing, where they where they are. Nuno Espirito Santo at Wolves has done an incredible job, as has Harvey Garcia. And should Harvey Garcia overturn City and win the FA Cup, I think he'd be uh, certainly one of my candidates as well. But yeah, I think you know when we look at the top three, I'd probably go with you with Pochettino. I'd go with uh, Javier Garcia if if Watford win the FA Cup. And I think, you know, I do have a soft spot for uh, Sean Dyche. And, yeah, you can say, well, Nick, you're out of your mind. Burnley are, you know, 16th in the table. But what he has achieved at Burnley, uh, I very much doubt a Jose Mourinho or a Jurgen Klopp or a, uh, or a Maurizio Sarri could achieve at uh, Burnley. That's for sure. No, I think that those are all great points, Nick. But for me, if you look at Pochettino and you realize that Tottenham have had this really distracting stadium issue all season, uh, they haven't signed a player in two windows. He's had no money made available to him. They have, albeit an excellent squad, don't get me wrong, but a lack of depth, I think, would be something we'd all agree about. And they've had their star player in and out with injuries all season. The fact that this team is sitting fairly firmly in third place, they're going to get a Champions League spot, and they're in the semifinals of the Champions League, is really an unbelievable achievement. It certainly is, but at the end of the day, you know, Pochettino's got to win something, Nick. I mean... It's all well and good competing, but, I mean, let's look at your lot. You know, Jurgen Klopp, he's, he's been nothing but a bridesmaid since arriving at Liverpool. If Liverpool lose out on the Premier League and don't win the Champions League, I mean, at what point are you going to start saying, you know, this guy's a great coach, but he can't get, he can't get us oh, over the finishing line. Oh, come on, Nick. I mean, look, since Klopp's been at Liverpool, they've been to a Europa League final, a Champions League final. Uh, they're in the semifinals of the Champions League this year. They're currently top of the table and fighting hard to win the title. You, 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 look, you can't be so narrowly focused in your view to say you have to win silverware to be considered successful as a manager. Eventually, you do for sure. But you can't look at Jurgen Klopp and say, this man hasn't worked miracles at this club and turned Liverpool from a once great club that performs well in the Premier League to a contender for the top silverware all over Europe. And a man who has taken Liverpool and now made them once again one of Europe's truly elite teams. So, yeah, you can say he hasn't won anything, and, and it may be at the end of this season he hasn't won anything either. And it may be that Liverpool, with 97 points and one loss, won't win the title. Under any other year, they would win that title at a canter, Nick. But yes. I think you're being a little hard. 
No, I'm not being a little hard because at the end of the day, you are judged on what? Trophies. Yeah, but so, 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 okay, you know, so what so, do you do? So the, I mean, uh, the shareholders and the board and you know all the people who've got their hands in the pie and sucking money out of the game, they're like, oh, Jurgen Klopp, we love you because you keep on making us money. And, and the fans may go, you know what, Jurgen, we love you, but sooner or later... There's going to be a day of reckoning, and that day of reckoning involves trophies. I'm sorry, that's that's the that's the marker, Nick. It's not no. about money. You know that as well as I do. You've had I... a lot. Of, you've had a lot of money. I I used to know you when you were stinking rich, Nick. At the end of the day, though, was that the marker? And the answer is no. I think, Nick. I will agree with you, but I wouldn't say that the end of this season, if Liverpool come up with nothing, is the time to question Jurgen Klopp's ability to lead the team to the promised land. No, neither would I. I think he's. I think what what Klopp has done uh, since arriving at Liverpool, the the progression has been just startling. You know, I mean, it's 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 only in one direction. It's up. He's he's got he's got a squad now that I believe is as good as any in Europe. Liverpool, as you rightly pointed out, are no longer a laughingstock. Liverpool are back to being one of the world's elite clubs, okay? And, and, and I think they're there to stay. But I think for the rubber stamp of approval to finally hit this Liverpool football club, they have to win a trophy. And whether it be the Premier League or the Champions League, either one of those will do. I mean, I know what the fans want, but at the end of the day, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll still take the Champions League because it puts one over on United anyway. Uh, but if, the, if they don't win, if they don't win again this year, I think Klopp's under incredible pressure to win a trophy next year. And it, and it could, be, could be the community shield for all he cares yeah, it could be that crappy League Cup that nobody wants, although secretly everybody desires. They, they've, they've really got to win a trophy. Well, let me ask you the same question then about City, because uh, Pep Guardiola wasn't brought in to win the league. He wasn't brought in to win the League Cup or the FA Cup. He was brought in to win the Champions League, and he hasn't done that. Would you no, consider he, his he, reign to be a failure? Yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't delivered on the trophy that the Etihad Masters won, and... I, I, I would I would venture this that if City stub their toe tomorrow and hand the Premier League title to Liverpool, then Pep Guardiola's position will be under more scrutiny. Will he get fired? No. But should he not deliver the Champions League next year, he will get fired because that's the nature of football. Either come up with the goods. Show that you can do the business when it matters or you will get fired and it doesn't really matter who you are. And we've seen that many, many, many times. Pep Guardiola is not immune from getting the sack. I can guarantee you that. All right. So, Nick, manager of the year, I give it to Pochettino. And who do you give it to? I'll give it to Pochettino as well because you, you've no. guilted me into it. No, thank you. All right. Let's talk about... Um... Let's talk about, I, I hate the name, but what single player has been most valuable to his team? Most valuable player. I'm not talking about the guy that scores the most goals or the guy that, uh, you know, uh, has the most clean sheets, which uh, doesn't necessarily have to be a team at the top. 
which player, in your opinion, has been single-handedly the most valuable player for his team all season? Well, I, I, I've really enjoyed the development and growth and maturity of a certain Raheem Sterling. I think uh, beginning of the season, uh, people were poo-pooing him, especially after his performances in the World Cup where he really didn't hit the heights. I think he had so much to prove. And time and time again, he has gone out there and done the business for Manchester City. I mean, he's got something like 17 goals in the Premier League, a yeah. hatful in uh, in other competitions, and City are not the same team when he's not on the park. Uh, so in my book, Raheem Sterling, if there was an MVP of the Premier League, which kind of is player of the season, uh, you know, we have the two awards, one voted by the football writers and the other one by the players. I, I believe that the players this year will vote for Raheem Sterling. Yeah, and certainly he would be a worthy recipient of that award. I've, I've, I've waxed poetic about Raheem uh, many times on this show. However, he does not get the award for me, and I, I'm going to tell you why. Not because he doesn't deserve it because of his individual performances, his growth, his maturity, and his contribution to the team. What you said is all absolutely spot on, Nick. No, I'm going to say this. If Raheem Sterling is not playing, yes, yeah, City may not still be quite the same team, but they're still going to win. Uh, you could make the same argument about Kevin De Bruyne at City as well. In a slightly different player when he's not when he's not on the pitch. The one player that is absolutely crucial to their team winning or losing, in my mind, there is only one name, and that is Aiden Hazard. Because if he's not in that, if he wasn't playing for Chelsea this season, there is no way in hell they would be in this Champions League race. Still, Nick. Oh, I mean Hazard's a. You know, we've we've spoken about him and the importance he has to Chelsea and the fact that, you know, he's going to be gone from the Premiership come June because uh, Real Madrid and Chelsea Chelsea an offer they can't refuse. I mean, I think, uh, you know, both both Sterling and Hazard uh, could vie for that honour of MVP quite easily. Um, I, I'm just more inclined to give it to uh, Sterling because of his consistency. Uh, there was a, you know, Hazard went, he went a little bit off the boil, uh, started the season really well and he went off the boil. And when he went off the boil, Chelsea went off the boil. Uh, so that's, that's why I would give it to uh, Sterling over Hazard. I wonder what we would see from Hazard and Chelsea if he had another full season with Sorry, but you know, we'll never get that opportunity. The Premier League will be uh, not as great of a place without Hazard in it, I'm telling you. He, this this player is just something spectacular. Uh, goalkeeper of the year, Nick. For me, I'm giving it to uh, Alison Becker at Liverpool with 18 clean sheets. Yeah, well, Becker's been, uh, you know, absolutely unbelievable. But, you know, who wouldn't be unbelievable when you've got that Rolls-Royce, namely Virgil van Dijk in front of you? I mean, yeah, without a doubt the most sensational defender. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, we tend to focus on strikers for MVP. I think you could make an argument that Virgil van Dijk is the MVP of the entire yeah. league as well. I mean, he has been unbelievable. I mean, if, if, if there was, you know, if, if there's a defender of the year award, he wins it hands down. And, and now that I think about it, I mean, MV, as MVPs go, he could quite possibly be the MVP. He's been that valuable. Um, but yeah, as as goalkeepers go, I mean, I, I don't think you can argue against Allison. Uh, you know, the, the, his his competition would be Edison, who hasn't been that great. Lloris, don't really fancy him. Kepa, where we all hate his guts, and and De Gea hasn't had the best season. 
uh, that he's had in quite a few years. And other than that, you know, the goalkeepers at the bottom, I mean, they've done well, but, you know, they're, they're at the bottom for a reason because yeah. the goalkeepers can't stop anything. So it's, I think it's it's a lot easier to look at the top of the table and the fact that Allison's only conceded 20 goals in the Premier League speaks for itself. Well, that is an astounding, astoundingly few goals to concede over 35 games. Having said that, let's not forget this gap was larger in terms of defensive prowess. City has come along really tightened up defensively, which makes me, they've only conceded 22 goals, Nick. I'm wondering uh, if we can turn our attention to the last 50 seconds here. Uh, you think this is a high-scoring or a low-scoring affair tomorrow between City and United? Well, I think that I think that there, there will be goals. No, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I think that uh, United have got no choice but to go for it because of the situation they're in, and that could leave them open to the counters. City, like you say, they've been they've been grinding out results, but you know, they're, they're not exactly uh, the Bank of England at the back, so I'm expecting goals in this one. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back to wrap it up here. Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. Don't go anywhere. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, Hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? 
fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. All right, uh, you're back with us here for Street Soccer. Just a couple of minutes left. Uh, Nick Webster, I really thank you for getting through the show today. You're recovering still from your massive surgery you had. Quadruple bypass, by the way, if uh, our listeners don't know already. Uh, Nick, very quickly, give me your scoreline, United City. Oh, yeah, thanks a lot. You know, I thought you just said that you were going to help me with my recovery. That certainly doesn't. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Manchester United 1, Manchester City 2. All right, and Wolves-Arsenal, because, you know, this is a big match for Arsenal. It's at Molyneux as well, and Wolves, they can beat anyone on the day. Oh, this is, this is a big one, you know. Arsenal are... Arsenal actually pissed me off. I mean, there's there's some serious problems with with them, and uh, you know, Emery's done an incredible job to get them to this point where they are still fighting for the Champions League and they're still in the Europa League. But you you really don't know what you're going to get from this Arsenal team. Wolves have kind of had a bit of a letdown since the uh, FA Cup semi final loss. Um, you know, I, I actually think Wolves are going to turn it on, and I think they'll beat the Gunners. I'm going to go two nil. Well, if Arsenal lose, United win, it's going to be absolutely fascinating. All bets are off. All right, Nick, I'm going to let you go because I know you've struggled through the last few minutes here. Thank you so much, Nick Webster. We'll chat again tomorrow, provided that you're up for it. Can't wait to chat about this match. This is a huge match tomorrow. It really is. It is massive beyond all proportion. And the best thing about football is that you don't just watch it, you participate. The best way to do that is to join me on Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Nick Webster is on Twitter as well. He's at Nick Webster. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Let's continue the discussion. And don't forget, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, we're back on the air with you again as we are each and every weeknight right here on these networks. That's uh, Sirius XM, Sports Byline, iHeart, TuneIn, Sports, uh, Sirius XM app. We're everywhere you want to be. So you make sure to make us a regular part of your week and tune in tomorrow. Let's see how our predictions were. I didn't give you mine. I'm going to predict 1-1. Big draw tomorrow. Till then, folks, enjoy the football. Cheers.